Even in death, the Heart Attack Grill maintained their brutally honest branding. Had he have been thinner, he most probably would have survived that pneumonia. Aren't you glorifying obesity, which Ab obviously kills? Absolutely. With Basso taking this even further in a different interview. If they do die here, I'm not going to lie to you. That's great for business. I'll say it again. Death is great for business at the Heart Attack Grill. Yes, that what you heard right now was said by the actual owner of this establishment. And, and there's some crazy stuff we have to get into when it comes to background, the history, and just the overall atmosphere of this establishment right now in the Vegas Confessions podcast. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Matt Bridget, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah. <laughs> you guys need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the in the bed. And the, the lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. Like, housekeeping? Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being oh, turned geez. over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Furnish, and you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. What is up, my friends, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. In this episode, we're going to be covering... A very interesting documentary that was put out by the Sunny V2 YouTube channel, one of my favorite channels. And I got another one I'm going to follow up with that he put out about the man who lost $204 million in Las Vegas. It's just an interesting listen. This guy does very good background and detail on the stuff and information he looks up that I thought we definitely have to include it in the show. And I actually left some comments on the video on YouTube like, hey, Sonny, going to be in including this in the podcast? He said, thanks, you know, because his stuff is just so well detailed. Alrighty, so before we get into anything, we do have to give some shout outs to our Patreon members who support the show and give us a little love. In return, we give some love in return with some extra content like stories that never make it on the actual podcast that are a little more raw and real, <laughs> if I should say. <laughs> Alrighty, first shout out goes out to David Sowell, Renee Hale, Taylor from New Mexico, Neil Macedo, Scott Jarvis, Travis Atherton, Scott and Lisa Wingfield, The Chef Demoni Podcast, Jaina Girard, Bobby G, Kid Dakota, Wayne Klingman, and Mike over from stripwalking.com. We appreciate you folks. It means a lot. So let's talk about why I want to include this one on this week's episode and episode is because I find it super baffling about the way this restaurant's operated. So the restaurant we're talking about is the Heart Attack Grill. It's located downtown and if you know this place, the servers walk around in little nurse outfits. If you are 350 pounds or over, you eat for free. It's got a very big opening as you're walking on Fremont Street and people are walking by so people can see the gimmick of what's going on and taking place inside of here. And this is also the same place where if you don't complete your meal they spank you <laughs> and this is actually a big part of why people go and visit this place just to you know get spanked and it's just a part of the whole gimmick to this place right i definitely wanted to bring this documentary in where sunny talks about some of the different interviews that were held with the actual owner john and some of his responses but i think the biggest question that i got out of all of this when watching this video like I said, it's on his channel. It's been up for about three weeks and has over 2 million views. And Sonny mentions this in the video about, you know, is the guy 
genius or lunatic at this point in the way he's doing things because and being somebody in the food industry and a restaurant background I can see both perspective of what this guy's doing but I also see the bad side and the way it's promoted and the way he's viewed and everything he's doing so I have to be honest it's a really horrible way to go out and operate and promote your brand and get brand recognition by some of the things that happen and you're going to hear through these stories just wild right some of the spokesperson and some of the things that went on to happen to them And even some of the employees, the ladies, the nurses, quote-unquote, have certain stipulations when they're signing up for this job that he mentions that are pretty interesting. So let's jump into it. Let's not waste any more time. And I'm going to actually pause throughout the audio to, you know, give some reactions on what I think about some of the things he says, because this is a very interesting listen that I think you guys are going to enjoy. And also, if you're curious and you want to see the video version, I'll be linking everything to Sonny's YouTube channel as well. When John Basso first opened the Heart Attack Grill, he had no idea that serving the world's unhealthiest menu would come with so much controversy. Countless lawsuits, an avalanche of bad press, and multiple heart attacks on the premises. Prior to opening the Heart Attack Grill in 2005, Basso owned three different exercise gyms over a 12-year period, where he'd advise clients on their dietary and exercise needs, as well as on techniques of caloric reduction. However, he felt this was an untruthful line of work, stating, It's disgusting because you're promising people things that are outside their genetic possibility. Instead of being a slimy, crooked, dishonest peddler of health and fitness services, I would actually launch a hamburger concept that would be absolutely honest, and that's the only guiding principle. Hey, this is bad for you, and it's gonna kill you. The first heart attack grill in Arizona featured a front door sign reading, Caution, this establishment is bad for your health, before they'd later add cash only because you might die before the check clears. Inside, they'd proudly display the catchphrase, taste worth dying for. However, the most insane piece of signage was without a doubt this reading, anyone over 350 pounds eats for free all day every day unlimited, with the only rules being no taking food to go, no sharing with others and does not include beverages, although this wasn't the only unlimited service offered by the restaurant. Instead of a salad bar, there's an all-you-can-eat flatliner fries bar. To serve the free meals, Basso took a tip from Hooters by hiring a bunch of sexy nurses, with a theme of honesty also extending into the job application process with questions such as whether the applicant has an innie or outie belly button, who would they have a hot one night stand with, their opinion on certain conspiracy theories, and a comment stating, no one gives a damn about your academic achievements, but if you want to bore us with them, go right ahead. As the head of the restaurant, John spends every day dressed as a doctor stating, we promote nicotine, alcohol, caffeine, fat, cholesterol, sodium, all the building blocks of a quality, healthy, good time, with these insane statements leading to his first appearance on a local news station. There is a restaurant in Tempe where the food is so rich they call their big burger the quadruple bypass. Not everybody thinks that's funny, least of all the Arizona Board of Nursing. The news story then stated that the American Nursing Board had received five or six complaints about them calling their waitresses nurses. However, five or six complaints was a small price to pay given the story was basically free advertising. All right, so if you want to bypass, of course, the good kind, now you know where to go. It's called the Heart Attack Grill. This then turned into further news coverage, where John explained the other ways in which the restaurant might kill you. We don't do Diet Coke. We don't do light beers. We don't even provide lettuce on our burgers. With the unique approach beating all of their competitors. John, this is creating a firestorm. I have a feeling this is just what you wanted. Well, I can't say that I don't enjoy the publicity. It definitely does pack the seats in the restaurant. We've been so lucky as of recently, our web traffic exceeds McDonald's.com. You can clearly hear that there's no real remorse in any of this. He knows what he's shooting for. He knows what demographic he wants inside of his restaurant. 
and he knows exactly what he's doing. And even if it's bringing a bad view to his name, it's still good for business is his mindset. And what I find really interesting is anytime there's an interview that's taking place, he has one of his nurses there with him, you know, to promote the brand and the appeal. So it's just really interesting, his mindset and the way he operates and is viewing things. And he's super real about everything. He's not sugarcoating anything he's doing, right? Which makes this even more baffling to me. So let's listen into a little more of some interviews that he's had and some things he's said. Noticing that media stories help the business grow, that attempt to set the Guinness World Record for the world's unhealthiest burger, achieving such with the 9,982 calorie quadruple bypass burger, although this gluttonous piece of food would be served with a side of tragedy. The Heart Attack Grill had introduced a spokesperson named Blair River, who at 6'8", 570 pounds appeared in all of the restaurant's ads. I'm up another few inches. Who needs these old pants? I could eat for free. In a 2011 news report, Blair talked about feeling incredible healthy. This is good stuff. Everyone should be modern size like myself. However, he passed away before the interview even aired. Sadly, we now know how long that was. Blair died last week at the age of 29. His family says the cause of death was pneumonia. Even in death, the Heart Attack Grill maintained their brutally honest branding. Had he have been thinner, he most probably would have survived that pneumonia. Aren't you glorifying obesity, which Ab obviously kills. Absolutely. With Basso taking this even further in a different interview. If they do die here, I'm not going to lie to you. That's great for business. I'll say it again. Death is great for business at the Heart Attack Grill. Although the media's goal of discrediting the founder only did the opposite. It's actually refreshing to see someone so painfully honest. The owner is great. He makes no apologies, nor should he. You can't blame him for people doing this to themselves. It's impossible to hate this guy because he's being 100% honest. In a different interview, Basso showed his more compassionate side by stating, cynical people might think this, Riva's death is funny, but people who knew him are crying their eyes out. There is a lot of mourning going on around here. You couldn't have found a better person. Even if he was skinny, we would have given him the job. We would have just put a fat suit on him. He just had personality, as did the restaurant's next spokesperson, Ernie Hart, who- And again, I find this even more mind-boggling is that the public sees exactly what he's doing and what he's shooting for, right? Which is why they comment and say these kind of things. So this episode is not purposely made to, you know, body shame anybody or, you know, nothing of that nature. It's just the way this guy's mindset works is so crazy to me. But the fact that people see what he's doing and know what he's doing and he's been in business and it's been successful. Watch this. Next spokesperson, Ernie Hart, who wouldn't last long either, although for a slightly different reason. In October 2011, Basso moved the restaurant to the land of indulgence, pleasure, and poor short-term choices, Las Vegas. The new and improved restaurant featured a public electronic cattle scale, as well as new signage reading fighting anorexia since 2005 and send hate mail to followed by their address. The new location also led to a brand new slogan, Remember, the calories you eat in Vegas stay in Vegas. As well as an instant increase in business. We've both doubled in terms of money, in terms of square footage. However, the craziest change was without a doubt their menu. Despite their quadruple bypass already holding the record for the highest calorie burger, the Heart Attack Grill then doubled their invention, creating the Octuple Bypass Burger, which featured eight patties, 40 pieces of bacon, and 19,900 calories. At around the same point in time, the Heart Attack Grill updated their website to include free video and images 
letters for the press, where the motivation for the octuple bypass burger became pretty obvious. They were trying to generate media attention and this is exactly what they got. The new burger led to over 100 million views worth of exposure on YouTube as different content creators visited the restaurant to see if they could eat it. Those who could, such as Matt Stoney, were given a ride out of the restaurant in a novelty wheelchair, although there were others who were forced to leave in an ambulance. A customer at the Heart Attack Grill was rushed to the hospital after eating a sandwich called the Triple Bypass Burger. In February 2012, an article was published titled, Man Has Heart Attack While Eating at the Heart Attack Grill, which is followed by another article only two months later reading, Heart Attack Grill lives up to its name again this week when a woman collapsed in their Las Vegas restaurant. This marks the second person to fall victim to their horrifically caloric food in less than a year, with the Heart Attack Grill responding in the most brand appropriate way, by bragging about it on their website. Two ambulance departures in less than 60 days left an indelible mark on the Heart Attack Grill's public image. Dr. John delivered a clear message to the media that such tragedies shall inevitably continue due to having clientele which he refers to as being the avant-garde of nutritional risk-takers. Did that heart attack pad my wallet with money? Absolutely. Did I enjoy that? Absolutely. Although this is still nothing compared to what would happen one year later. The Heart Attack Grill had a new unofficial spokesperson named John Alleman, who was recognized as the restaurant's most loyal customer. He never missed a day, even on Christmas, Basso said. People just loved him. He connected with people in a real way, although all of this changed on the 11th of February 2013. After chowing down on his daily feed at the grill, John Alleman suffered a heart attack and died while waiting for the bus at the front of the store. This led to Basso's craziest PR stunt to date. They'll say it's grotesque. They'll yes, say, how, they will. how can you keep the man's cremation here? With Basso keeping the cremation inside the restaurant as he wants you to know his food kills so that maybe you'll stop eating junk. This man is willing to sacrifice his reputation and maybe even his humanity to try and make the world a healthier place. I respect him for it. Basso believes the restaurant helps customers to reflect on their own choices. You see what I mean? It's like the reverse psychology thing he's trying to do here, which I find even more mind-boggling because you're operating a business that's not essentially promoting that either, right? You're doing the exact opposite. But no matter what, there's still people willing to go and visit this place. And yes, this man absolutely thrives on the fact that incidents happen at his establishment. Basso believes the restaurant helps customers to reflect on their own choices, having stated anybody who's over 350 pounds gets on that scale. We applaud them like the big sumo wrestler they are, treat them like a champ, make them feel good for that moment, give them free food all they want. But these people go home at night and they ponder that and say, wow, why did I just get free food and have the whole restaurant applauding for me? Because I'm a freak, plain and simple, before adding, I'm running an obesity intervention and I think it works. I really do. Everybody should check out our Facebook and see a lot of people say, Hey Dr. John, I've lost 82 pounds since the last time I was in. It's the X Factor, something that snapped in that person that said, wow, I'm gonna make a change in my life and they did and that's fabulous, with this sentiment also showing up in the YouTube comments. The Heart Attack Grill restaurant has motivated me to take care of myself, stick to my diet. The namesake restaurant actually sends a very positive message. If you don't take care of yourself today, you might find yourself eating a free meal at my restaurant in the not so distant future because everyone over 350 pounds eats for free and therefore Basso 
believes the restaurant is an overall positive. I am a believer that when people hear my message, the net health benefit to society is incredibly good. However, you won't be surprised to hear that not everybody agrees. He's deliberately trying to get people to eat more than they need. With this being echoed by the legendary Anthony Bourdain who stated, There is a restaurant in Vegas, I think it's called the Heart Attack Grill, where if you're over 350 pounds you eat for free. I think that should be pretty much a war crime. On top of this, a former waitress went public talking about her terrible time working at the restaurant, explaining that after a man passed out mid-meal, a manager made me take out my cell phone to record a video of the whole thing so they could send it to the media. It was on a Friday afternoon and he hoped it would make the news so they could have a busy weekend. On the opposite end of the spectrum, a different waitress stated this. I've been here 11 years. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy this way too much. So the experience clearly depends on which person you ask. In a different instance, the PCRM sent a letter to Basso asking him to declare moral bankruptcy and close the heart attack grill. However, given the restaurant earned five and a half million in revenue last year, it seems obvious that Dr. John Basso and the heart attack grill won't be going anywhere anytime soon. Again, pretty freaking wild, right? Like this is one that when I watched this video, I was like, oh man, I gotta bring this audio into the podcast because it's not the way the typical person thinks in operating a business. And this man has done it for so many years. And again, he made $5 million this past year in revenue. It goes to show that, you know, he knows exactly what demographic he's shooting for and what he's doing, that it makes it even more mind boggling that he's been super successful. It's working. And as you guys saw, giving big corporation a run for their money when it comes to being the most popular place at one point. I'd love to get your guys' feedback on all of this because when watching this video, I couldn't wrap my mind around some of the f things that Sonny brought up in detail, like, you know, what the applicants have to look forward to when it comes to the questionnaires and some of the things that actually take place inside of the restaurant that they might witness, right, that may actually mess them up a little bit. Like, there's also that aspect of it, but I've actually never been to this place and I'd love to hear from you guys. I've actually had multiple friends who have been to this place and said the food is, you know, subpar. You're there for the experience. And there's a few restaurants like that in Vegas, so we know what that's like as well. At the end of the day, I'd love to hear from you guys. If you've been there, if you've tried the food, is it actually good? Should I even potentially go visit this place and see, you know, what the hoopla is all about? And again, I'm not promoting or degrading this business in any way. This is just something I saw that I found very interesting that I know that I know you as the listener would find very enjoyable as a listen because I know I really enjoyed watching this video and I watched it right before I headed out to Vegas last week and I was like oh man I can't wait to bring this one on and I have another one I'm going to follow up with that's actually pretty entertaining as well like I mentioned in the top of the episode it's the man who lost 204 million dollars in a trip to Las Vegas gambling right so again Sonny is just the man when it comes to detail in his videos that's why I love his YouTube channel so again shout out to Sonny I do have to mention I did just get back from Vegas we did record a Patreon episode so all you Patreon members go over and check that out we started we actually got into some trip highlights from this recent trip and some of the things that happened how I got invited to a food event that was going on in town called Vegas Unstripped where all the best restaurants get together breweries wineries everything come down promote their product and so you can basically try some of their their stuff and it was like all off menu items only things they were making for this event so I'll definitely highlight some of the you know features there when it came to some of the best restaurant items I tried 
And again, this is where places from like 138 to table 34 to Monzu to, I mean, via Fakasha, just places all over town, all in one area, bringing an unlimited supply of food, drinks, tiki. The Golden Tiki was there. There were so many businesses there. It was freaking cool. Also, a restaurant that blew me away that I talked about, which was 1228 Main, and I got a whole review of that place, even interviewed the actual chef. And the interview is actually out on Patreon right now as well. So if you're interested, go check that stuff out. Kelly is out of town. She'll be back in a couple of days. We're going to recap the whole trip, some of the things and places I went to. I even made my way over to the new Double O Pine Pub, which is by Chef Michael Vacney, who also owns and operates Papa Pizza over at the Plaza. We've actually had him on years ago when it came to interviewing him for, you know, pizza and the way Pop-Up operates. So I went over and tried their new place. So I got a very good and thorough review of that place as well. Also some things I saw taking place at the Las Vegas sign. Not only the food vendors and the people with the cameras that spin around for your social media videos, but but some things that I saw that were kind of a pain in the ass. And I'm not talking specifically any of the vendors or food products or things that are taking place there. I'm talking about totally something different that nobody has seemed to catch. And that's because, again, I went there this recent trip to go check out the blue and white lights that they put up for support of Israel during this war in the Middle East. And I noticed some very interesting stuff taking place that you guys have to hear about. And we'll be covering that on the next episode. Dressed up as a granny and went and checked out Granny Fest that was held by the Gambling Granny YouTube channel over at El Cortez, which was a blast. About 300 people there, different YouTube channels and Vegas fanatics. It was a freaking blast me and Bobby G dressed up so we have so much stories to cover so much um, fun things to chat about and very good restaurant reviews that we have to mention and I'm also going to mention a topic that we have to and also the next episode we're going to be covering a topic that I think you guys are going to find super interesting listen to this a Las Vegas man is out $57,000 in cash and casino chips after a sugar daddy date goes wrong. 27-year-old Haley McNally of Las Vegas was taken into custody Tuesday and faces charges of grand larceny and residential burglary. According to the report, the man verbally gave Haley the combination number to his safe for her to store her purse. The next evening, they went to a U2 concert when McNally excused herself to go to the restroom. After she failed to return 30 minutes later, the man called Caesars to place his room on lockdown, left the concert to return to his room, opened the safe, and saw that his cash and chips were gone. Man, I couldn't make this stuff up if I tried this. Actually, I posted about on social media, and it got so much responses, and I found it pretty entertaining. I even told Kelly, I'm like, everybody knows you get her another room. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. But yes, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to this one. Because again, just how ignorant and dumb people are nowadays, right? At the same time, people thinking with the wrong head. So again, I hope you enjoyed this listen. I thought this was a fabulous video and I wanted to bring it on the actual podcast. Because again, I know a lot of folks might not catch on or have listened or were aware of some of the background of this place. So I'd love to hear from you on social media. Let me know if you knew about any of this stuff, what you found interesting, or if you're now interested in going trying this place or you're ixnaying this place. I'd love to hear from you. And my friends, as always, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you haven't, definitely go check out our Patreon stuff where we have more entertaining content that's totally different from the actual podcast topics that we're bringing in as well. And just so you get an idea, all of the content that we release releases on Patreon before it goes out to any YouTube, podcast, anything like that so you get that stuff first by the way I didn't even mention I found a bra sitting on top of a video poker bar 
in a casino downtown in Las Vegas. I mean, just so much stuff's happening. So many fun stories to cover with you guys. By all means, if you're enjoying this content, do me a huge favor. Leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. It helps spread the word about the podcast and brings it to new people's attention. So I'd appreciate it. So until the next regular episode, when Kelly's back in a couple of days, we will chat with you soon. Cheers. Cheers.